0: What's up, everyone? I'm James Bainey, and I am here probably for the last time to do the Bad Batch reaction show, because this is the start of season three, but season three is the last season of Bad Batch, so we're told by Lucasfilm. We got three episodes all dropping on the same day, so I'm gonna be reviewing those three episodes right now, and I'm gonna be doing it like episode one, then episode two, then episode three, so that if you're only part of the way through it, you can watch the video, stop, and then move to the next one when you finish those episodes. But episodes one, two, and three all drop today, and I'm gonna be talking about them. Let's get started. The first episode is called Confined, and it's gonna take us right where we left off with Omega and Crosshair on Mount Tantis. Now, what I'm going to do with these uh, episodes this season is I think I'm just going to kind of give a, a general overview of what happened in the episode, give my favorite part, give my least favorite part, and maybe a little tidbit here or there along the way. But the general consensus of this episode is we kind of see what life has been up to and how it's massively mundane for a lot of the process but there's some stuff going on with the blood and Nala Se doesn't want Omega to give it up and so it's been consistently kind of hidden that uh, they don't ever want to get her sample which is interesting and will probably play into the future now my favorite part about this episode was actually just learning the fact that that's gonna maybe be the thing for the season is that the Empire has sort of been looking into trying to move the M count from one carrier to another specimen or body or whatever. And we all know that that's leading to the sequel trilogy. So it's really interesting to kind of see all of the parts in play. I think that's how all these shows go. But I think that that is probably one of the more interesting things because when I first heard it, I actually, I mean, I kind of did think of uh, Palpatine and other stuff like that. But I actually kind of thought of Grogu. And I was like, oh, man, like what, what what time is this? When would this be happening? And I was like, I know it's still like a long ways away from the Mandalorian. And even in the Mandalorian, they were still like checking his M count and all that. But it did kind of make me think like, well, this is post-66. I don't know if like... We know he got away, but like, how long was he away? I don't know. It just kind of seems interesting that we may or may not see Grogu in this season. I'm not really sure, but it got me interested, and that was probably my favorite part. Now, my least favorite part for this episode was probably just in general that it was kind of boring. I expected the first episode back to be big and exciting and see everybody, but it just kind of was like a daily life of like what's been happening on in Mount Tantus in this like uh laboratory and stuff. So, it was kind of boring and I think that kind of wraps up episode 1. Um nothing really crazy, but I'm excited to see where it goes in the future. Episode 2 is called Paths Unknown, and the interesting thing about episode 2 is boom, now that's a bad batch episode that's kind of what you expect. Now, I know we've left Omega and Crosshair and other things like that out of it, but The core group has always been these clones. And I know there's only a few of them left. Echo's not there. Tech's obviously missing, gone, whatever the story is with them. But this is a Bad Batch adventure. This is what they do to survive day to day. And they go on a mission and things are exciting. My favorite thing out of this episode, though and it's kind of strange, was like, I actually got really excited when they were going into this laboratory facility and they found these, like, weird creatures. When the creatures were, like, spawning and stuff, I was like, this is horror. Like, if this was actually a live-action movie put in theaters or whatever on a streaming service or whatever, this would legitimately be so scary to a lot of people. They look awful. They look terrifying. They were these... Oh, my gosh. I just... It kind of surprised me, uh, took me by surprise that it was as creepy as um, they came. You know, they looked alien and scary and horror and I don't know, I just found that really interesting. And then obviously that led to more with the vines and the big creature at the end, which was scary as well, but not even as scary as those little creatures walking around. Creepy as all heck. I loved it. Um, Least favorite thing about this episode, honestly, for me, probably just the story with the kids. Now, I'll be fair. I think that obviously this is how... Um, Disney is with these, especially with the animated stuff, characters that maybe don't seem to make a lot of sense when they first come into the show, make sense later. These are three just regular clone troopers, nothing special about them. They're young. um, And they are, uh, they were part of the facility. Now they're all like uh, they're free and they're doing the living their own lives. And I think that they're going to, they're obviously being taken back to the Island now, but I think that they're going to play a bigger role in the long run of the series. So we'll have to wait. But right now, their story seemed a little bit boring. But I will give an interesting tidbit. When you look at the credits, you notice that Daniel Logan voiced one of them and not the other two. So what's interesting to, to about that for me is that that means that this is the first time Daniel Logan is actually doing something in The Bad Batch, and it makes me think that we're finally going to get Boba Fett in this season, and that excites me. Please, I hope it happens. If he's on board, I don't know why he didn't do all three. Maybe it was a scheduling thing, but if he's there and he's involved to get even to that degree, I think that points to him doing something bigger later in the season. Come on, Boba Fett. Let's do it. I want to see it. Finally, episode three. Uh, Episode three is called Shadows of Tantus. And this one was, in my opinion, the best episode of the three, even though I liked a little bit of two more than one because of the location and other things like that. This one brought in the Emperor and really elevated the, uh, like I said before, I think the plot for this thing is like Omega has the proof or the evidence that M count blood can be transferred, and it it's just an exciting episode for those reasons. The emperor looks amazing. I loved like the royal guards. I loved all of the conversations that he had with Doctor Hemlock. I think one of my most uh, exciting parts is learning that he wants to be um, the scientific minister, and and he wants to lead the Imperial Science Corp into this new unregulated thing i it's just it, it all seems so cool it seems like his goal is to give the emperor exactly what he wants because as the emperor puts it they have the same vision and he is so brilliant and the emperor wants to give everything to him so that he can unlock the this sith magic if you will and and i know magic is not maybe not exactly the right term but the project is called project necromancer And a necromancer is the use of magic, but it's with the context of the living and the dead. And it's just all so interesting when you think about moving sort of the blood and the midichlorian count over to another body. And and the emperor is here, like overseeing it, saying this is the utmost important thing that the empire does. It must succeed. We have to do this. And we all know where it's going. It's just all really cool stuff. And I think like those types of things get me excited about the Bad Batch. It's another thing that sort of fills in the gaps. But in this way, it's it's not just like, oh, it fills in the gap between like this story and this story. It's like this thing is really like the Clone Wars was to the prequels because people didn't really like those movies. And then when they watch the Clone Wars, it's like, oh, it makes a lot of sense now. I feel like Bad Batch sort of gives us that opportunity to say that about the sequels like, okay, you might not like the sequels, but when you watch this and this and this and Bad Batch being one of these things that like it starts to paint the picture of how the sequels actually make a lot of sense and how that's just the story. And it just gets me excited. But I will say there are still downfalls to this episode a little bit. I'll give mine. I just don't really care about Batcher the dog. Um, that was part of the first episode and it wasn't that exciting. I like that the point was that, you know, she showed mercy to the dog and then the dog repaid it back and was able to save her, but it saved her multiple times. And, uh, I feel like even at the beginning, the, it was like a very vicious creature. Um, and I, I mean, it's an alien dog, so it's making it up, but I'm just relating it to animals. Generally animals just don't. They aren't that forgiving that quickly or whatever, especially when they've been in the wild for like months later. I, I don't know. It, it just seemed a little strange. Uh, all of a sudden now it's like a totally tame uh, dog that is just part of the crew now. I don't know. It seemed a little strange, but yeah, Batcher shows up, saves them multiple times and then they, they fly away, which is great. I, I love that they escape and I love the way they escape too. Um, very exciting when, you know, they they finally figured out, yo, she has like the perfect transfer and we have to have her alive. And Dr. Hemlock is like, don't shoot him, you know, like absolutely minor setback, but we will, we have to have them alive. It's of the utmost importance. So everything relies on that. And it kind of makes you wonder what happens, right? Uh, because... Sorry, uh, the stuff with the Emperor does end up happening. So what happens to Omega? Where's this story going? I don't know. I'm excited. That's episode three. I'm coming back next week to do episode four when it goes live on Disney+. Plus. But after you watch the episode, come... Come back, talk to me, and make sure to keep up with my other show, The Resistance Broadcast. I do that with John and Lacey, and we do two episodes a week. Uh, one of them is live, so we're talking about Star Wars news or tar- Star Wars discussions and other fun things, that whatever. But it's two episodes a week. So if you are here for Bad Batch, come over and check out our regular show. It's uh, it's great, and you can find it anywhere where you can get your podcasts. So until next week, this has been Bad Batch, the reaction show, and we uh, will see you then.